So we're recording. Yes, oh we God. are. It's always, um, I always get a little bit of a jolt to my body whenever the record button gets clicked. But um, uh, Sergio was asking us what we have for breakfast. And yes. um, you ordered a coffee at the till. Yes, I ordered a coffee at the till. Um, and then they said you had to go out the shop and then round to the kitchen window kitchen window and which was quite cool to get it was like an italian yeah so i assumed they're going to come out of the kitchen window pussing through the window (laughs) that's not what happened a waiter came out of the shop took the same route that we took took, holding like a on a yeah had the coffee on a tray yeah the to-go coffee on a tray and gave it to you it was one of the most pointless things i've ever seen it was bizarre philip and his friends oh philip has friends why don't you come spend some good time with them Philip and Friends, a podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Philip and Friends, a podcast. Uh, this is a podcast where I, Philip Kosleski, talk to friends of mine, uh, friends through my life, either people I know very well or people I wish to become my friend, and we talk about their friendships that got them to where they are today. Uh, my guest today is, uh, I was going to say comedian, but you haven't done comedy in a long time. Uh, about a year. About a year. Well, that was the one Yeah, okay, so it's really about four years. Really. About four years ago. What do I describe you as? Just my friend? Oh, God sure. forbid. That's the only thing that defines me. I go around like, who are you? I'm Philip's friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, this is my friend uh, James Butler, who I've uh, who I've known for probably like five, six years. Yeah? Yeah, about that. And uh, we've worked on uh, a few... Uh, we worked on a project together called Late Night Senegam, mm-hmm. um, uh, where you were on it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so how, how are you, James? I'm all right. Uh, welcome, everybody. Yeah. Yeah, James! Yeah, yeah. It's me. Hey. Um, no, yeah, I'm fine. Uh, that's about the extent of I'm, how I'm doing. Nice one. I never know how to answer how are you, because yeah. I'm always just fine. You're always just fine? Like, is it an invitation to talk about my life? I mean, on, that is th- a, in these settings, they probably are. I don't know how, how much we want to... But that is true. Isn't it, But a lot of people, especially in the UK, you find this dilemma of like, oh, you go, someone goes, you're right. You're not meant to answer anything more no, than that. If someone starts telling you how they are, that's very uncomfortable. But... Do you ever get it where someone starts telling you how they are and they're talking and you're thinking, oh, in a minute I get to really talk about how I'm doing? <laughs> no, I'm always trying to get away. I'm really? Not, I'm not a big uh, talker in that, in that type sense. of scenario. I do find that uh, I've had one other closer friend of mine, uh, not to say that I'm not close with any of the other people on the podcast, but who really gives a shit and, <laughs> um, about them. Uh, and I find that for some reason with the closer friends, when we start out, it's softer. Yeah? Yeah, you're speaking softer. softer. It's soft. It's intense. It's it's um it's such a weird thing to do with a friend, isn't it? To actually go on a, uh, to do a podcast because yeah, it's so because it's a weird um context to be talking to you in. I yeah. Think. Um, but you're okay. I'm fine. You sure? How are you? I'm 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 good. Yeah, I think I'm doing okay. See, I didn't want you to. You didn't want me to. No. Did, I, I, you didn't want me to give such a short answer. Okay. No. Um, <laughs> an honest answer. There was like, the I think I'm doing okay was too much. <laughs> Because <laughs> there's too much left. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was too honest. Yeah. I think I'm doing okay is really reflective. I have to worry about you, and I don't want to. I don't think you do worry about me. No, I don't worry about anyone. Um, how do I describe you to uh, people? I think we described it really well outside. Um, you have. Uh, I've never met somebody who's so lazy and so arrogant at the same yes. time. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I described it as when I was 17. I was. Uh, assured of the fact that I was a genius yeah. but I didn't have the energy to cultivate oh my God. that genius one of the most one of the most disgusting sentences I think <laughs> I've ever heard um, tell, for, for people that don't know you which is I think almost everybody yeah. even yourself um, who uh, who is James Butler where is he from what makes him tick um, gosh that's quite a 
a deep question. Yeah, well, what makes me tick? Podcast, so I'm, I'm James Butler. Yeah. Uh, I'm from Surbiton. Yeah, which is Surrey. where? Surrey. And Surrey is? Uh, in England. All right, nice. In the south west of London. Nice. That was bad. Yeah. Um, that's where I'm from. What makes me tick? Not much. Um, just the bare essentials. Wanting to be warm. Wanting to eat food. Yeah. That's what gets me going by on a daily basis. Nice. Um, yeah, I'm not a complicated person. Or maybe I really am and I just don't understand yeah. it yet. Uh, well, the podcast is about friendship. Yeah, I have, I've had friends. You've had friends, which is good. This is a good place to start. Um, yes. You're, are you okay with the fact that it's been so so calm so far? It is what it is. It is what it is. I mean, I'm, this, this feels like a, how conversations happen. Uh, they've never happened at this volume. <laughs> they've never happened at this volume. Just Sergey, quiet. have you ever been in a conversation that's been at this volume? Uh, yeah, sometimes. Sometimes even lower than that. But then it gets we can go down. You have I've never heard this before, but you have an incredibly sexy voice. <laughs> Thank you. Is it because of the <laughs> Even accent? that laugh there was just like, whew. Oh. I, I, I remember I used to do the radio, and I remember some people is like, oh, I don't like to listen to my own voice. And I'm like, maybe I'm too egocentric or something, but yeah. I just I actually really like it. <laughs> oh, you're doing it on purpose. Uh, that last one. No, yeah. I just really <laughs> like, like it. I just really oh, like uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, but um, oh, I don't know. There's <laughs> no <laughs> way this is not on purpose. Yeah, anything I'm gonna say now? No, because the point is because I'm listening to my own voice and I have the mic. If I talk like that, it's just yeah, it sounds good. Yeah, doesn't it? Yeah. Anyway, you can move on, guys. No. All right. All right. Well, let's start at the uh, at the beginning then, shall we? Okay. With regards to the friendships of your life, who All was right. your first friend? Talk to um, My first friend was a lady or not a lady at the time. Um, old girl. She <laughs> transitioned her. No, no, I meant she was a child. <laughs> she was not. No, I'm joking. joking. Um, her name. Her name. Was Grace. Grace. And the first friend. Yeah, that was a nursery. She was ginger. That's what I remember distinctly. Do you like gingers? I didn't have an opinion at the time. Yeah. Um, what about now? Again, not really got an opinion. I can go either way. Do you have a type, would you say? Um, not really. I don't either. I like it when people are mean to me in conversation. Really? Not like actually mean. Yeah, but like teasy. Teasy. Teasy, um, teasy, mean, mean. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's, I don't get people who actually have a, a time. I go for anything. Yeah, I'm not fussy. Anything <laughs> with a pulse. Anything. Or even without a pulse. Oh, my God. It doesn't really matter. Oh, that's so just fucking hell, dude. Um, it's so hacky. And so how it many is people hacky. have said that? Loads oh, so many people have said that. That's yeah. what I was really going to try. I was going to yeah. say it was hacky, but yeah. then. For some reason, I'm worried about hurting your feelings. No, don't be. You like it though. Yeah. I'm worried I'm going to turn you on. That's, that's the big worry about it. Yeah, I find, um, I think it's really dumb to have a type. Yeah. I think it's person to person. Yeah, sometimes it is. It's a bad person. idea to have like one thing that you're looking for. There are ugly people to me that are skinny and people to me that are skinny and attractive and then normal people that are yeah. the same. Uh, bigger people, fatter people. Yeah, there's a really nice expression in uh, German that's Jedes Topf hat sein Decker, which means every pan has its lid, every pot has its lid. I've got pots without lids. Do you? Yeah, quite a few. Some lonely pots out there. No, I just don't. Not all lids need pots. Not all, all lids need pots. pots. And not all pots <laughs> not need all lids. Not all pots need lids. Um, it can be happy on its own. So anyway, back to the three-year-old Grace we were talking about. 
Um, no, maybe like four or five. I don't four know. Four or five? All oh, right, that's. I'm fine. sure I had friends at three. I just can't remember them. Uh, so what was it about Grace that you were friends with? Uh, not a clue. Can't not remember. a clue. She. Are you still uh, friends still, with her? No, no, no idea what she does. Like. She could be dead. She could be. She could be dead. I still have a card that she wrote me on my birthday though. Oh really? It's got a whale on it and it says happy birthday. Oh that's nice because you're a, a whale all of a time. Yeah, or I'm. <laughs> call me a whale. <laughs> yeah, you're a, you're a whale. Um, a sexy whale. Though. I was quite that's skinny then. Were you? Yeah, I was a skinny kid. Um, were you bullied ever for the skinniness? No, I don't think so. I mean, when I got were you ever to, bullied? Uh, not really. That sounds like I was bullied. <laughs> <laughs> not really. Not really. Just every day. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I, w- I didn't feel bullied. Well, that's that's. I think sometimes that's, it's not up to you. <laughs> sometimes you were bullied. Sometimes it's not your choice. It's not your choice. <laughs> um, well, that's uh, that's good. So you have this friend Grace. Yeah. Um, any sort of memories at all of that? None you? at all. I, None just, at all. I just know that she existed, and I remember being good friends with her. That's nice. And then when I moved nursery, <laughs> sorry, uh, I'm gonna have another sneeze. Oh, it's <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Then we then I moved to a, a primary school. Yeah. And I never saw Grace again, which I think from a family standpoint is a very weird thing to do to a child. Because even my family now, if I ask them, they're like, yeah, you were great friends with Grace. Yeah. And then they moved me to a different school because you get older. Yeah. And they just didn't they consider... Didn't, they didn't do anything to keep up that relationship. No. Not play dates, nothing. Nothing. Why do you think that was? No idea. Maybe they didn't like her. Maybe there was like a dark history. Yeah, maybe there's something I don't know about Grace. Yeah, exactly. One day... You... When I said she was a lady at the start, she actually was a fully grown woman. <laughs> Well, we had uh, we had somebody. Michael Dewali was on the first episode. His first friend was a, a nun. Really? Yeah. That's a great first friend. Yeah. That's an interesting story. Yeah, it was. I'm sorry. How <laughs> <laughs> sorry is that? I'm nearly that good. That's okay. Grace was all right. Um, so when you left that <laughs> when you left that bitch behind, yeah. prime, <laughs> prime Grace. Grace, Grace is over. So when you left her behind, who was next then? So next was like a a cool group. Um, Core group, so there's yeah. multiple friends. Yeah, multiple friends. So we introduced the idea of multiple friends. Yeah. How did you go from having Grace as the only friend to then multiple uh, friends? So I went to primary school first day. Yeah. And I went into my class. And, and there were the boys. There were the boys. <laughs> there were the boys. <laughs> and there was a guy called James. Oh, like, that's, oh. that's. Did you have a competitiveness there? Or were you like, oh, that's my name. This is great. No, we. Uh, I think I ended up being James too. Oh. Which, I can see that for you. Yeah, I feel like it's appropriate. Yeah. James one is not a natural fit. No. Um, so James, then it's Jack, and it's Ollie. Actually, Jack might have been later. A later addition. It's not interesting. To the squad. He, that was it. Was the four. Yeah. Um, what did you guys get up? To, uh, did you have more we, you want to say? Yeah, we were. We got up to normal things. We played football. Yeah. We uh, tended to be the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Nice. I was often the orange one. You know, the guys like pizza. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's yeah. my uh, impression. That's what, what I was, though. And I liked being that, because he was the silly, funny one. Yeah. So that felt appropriate. And then the other ones, they'd all fight over the cool one with the, with the oh, red. So that's not a bad strategy, though, to go go for the sort of lame one that nobody wants. But he didn't feel lame to me. He felt very cool. Yeah, yeah, okay. But this is my point. The best strategy to do, isn't it, is, like, if let's say if you were given the choice, four people have to decide. Mm-hmm. Someone has to go for, like, first-class business, premium economy, or economy. Always go for premium economy. If you have to choose have you between flown premium economy, I think it's pretty good. I've never flown it. This is just a hypothetical. Do you not understand my point? I'm trying to say no. <laughs> premium economy. I just want a tangent. 
I, I did it once. Yeah. I did it this year. Yeah, to where? Uh, I went oh, to Vegas. I didn't do it on the way back because it was too... Uh, you know what? I realized you went to Vegas and I never actually asked you. We, we can get onto that. Okay, want. yeah, sure. So um, I went with a friend. Yeah. There you go. Oh, hey, there we go. Come on. Is this thing on? It's all on? tied together. It's all tied together. Um, and the seat is bigger and you get free alcohol, which yeah. is both all right. Yeah. But after like drink four, you think that maybe you should stop asking because you get worried that they're going to think that... You have a problem. You're, yeah, so you just don't. And my seat had like a in it there's like a metal thing that was yeah. sticking out that is obviously a broken seat yeah and it was very uncomfortable but it just sounds like you had a bad premium economy experience yeah but it's because it's not that much better you think oh premium economy sounds fancy yeah um but the word economy is still in there <laughs> so it's this key to yeah, yeah, yeah it's the leader of the losers yes um but you know it's also it's also funny people are like oh i gotta fly coach but you're still like flying you know it's still pretty incredible but anyway this is my point i was trying to make is that if you're if you have to decide between a group of friends mm -hmm. like in let's say like a, a saw or like squid game situation and there's the obvious worst choice right which no one is going to choose but then there's the one slightly above the worst choice mm -hmm. and then there's all the obviously better ones go for the slightly above worst one because no one's going to fight you for that yes just go for that one you secure it and then mentally in your mind it's like when you choose when you're moving in with housemates at university mm -hmm. go for the second to shitty room no i, I went for the the worst room <laughs> in in third year um when we were viewing the house and we decided we wanted it i was like that's my room and i'm paying less rent yeah yeah, yeah that's smart yeah. and that's another thing you could do it as well. Yeah. Often there's a financial benefit to all of this. Yeah. But the, the room that I had used to be a bigger room. Yeah. But they put like a thin wall in between. So there's, they separate into two rooms and the person that I was next to, loud at 1am, often. Fucking. Yeah. And nice. it's, like a, it's like paper thin. Paper thin. Yeah. Did you, like, uh, uh, like seriously paper thin. Like seriously paper thin. Well, how did you... Uh... We, had an, we had agreement after a while. It happened. It was good for him, you know, not, not knocking him. We had an agreement after a while where... I would cough really loudly if you were being too loud. Yeah. And it worked. I would cough and he would shut the fuck up. Nice. It's a good system. All right. We now go to our second uh, post uh, uh, mid uh, podcast review. Sergi, how are we doing? I'm very well indeed. How are you guys? I'm all right. I'm asking how, how we're doing. What do you think so far? Oh, sorry. I thought you asked me. Sorry. No, I, no. Sorry. Uh, you're doing well so far. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting. Do you think uh, so? I want to know about Vegas. All right. I want to know about Vegas as well. Yeah. It's, it was not that exciting. Um, I spent a lot of time in dark rooms playing poker. Are you good at poker? I'm all right. Yeah. I, I I broke even on poker. Nice. Um, which given what the, was the net loss for the trip? We'll get to it. Um, <laughs> that I w I really wanted to ask that is like, did you live with a profit or you lost? Well, so so actually, I, I misspoke. I broke even on gambling. I was up on poker by about a grand. Really? Um, Fantastic. And then down, I lost all of that blackjack. Oh, all of it on blackjack. How was that feeling when you lost all of it? Uh, no, it was great because <laughs> I would play poker for like 11 till about 7. Yeah. And that's when I was making my money. Yeah. And then afterwards, I would go to the blackjack tables and drink. Dr drinking is free in Vegas. If you're at the tables, I mean, you have to tip, but it's free. Yeah. So I would just get hammered and yeah. just throw my money away. And it, it felt great. You were making friends. People liked me because I was British. Really? A little bit. Good you do to well even today you uh, obviously any of the listeners can't see it but you have this real hawaii you really look like a dad on holiday well, this is, I, I dress very conservatively in vegas I, that, I, I wore like either shirts like nice shirts yeah or just black i've always wanted to go to vegas you should go it's uh, a disgusting place is it but it's also very clean it's a it's it's odd like, everything feels disgusting yeah but the streets are like 
the cleanest streets you've ever seen. Well, I think they have to. Um, so, they're really yeah. doing a lot of work there, aren't they? Uh, yeah. I saw... Do you see any shows while you were out there? No. I, I literally just gambled. <laughs> <laughs> Which I could have done here, really, but it's, it's more fun when you're doing it in Vegas. It feels more special. Yeah. Um, but the, the most upsetting thing I saw, I mean, there's a lot of upsetting things that I saw on the streets, was... Uh, a man who I'm assuming is homeless was berating these security guards and they were trying to just, they just telling him to go away and then he swung his bag of possessions <laughs> I didn't laugh I feel bad at a security guard and then just like four security guards just tackled him to the ground and he was in the street like on where all the cars had to stop around him and then one of the security guards came from outside came from the shop outside holding a baseball bat and started hitting him Oh, it was fuck. crazy. But then all the people around us That's were having an amazing time. <laughs> Why? <laughs> like a little audience. Had, oh, they watched yeah, this? Yeah, they were like, beat the fucking shit out of me. Oh, my God. <laughs> awful place. That's awful. Yeah. If it happened here, people would be very upset, but everyone seemed to love it. They loved it. They Did they think this it. was like the show? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to it, the season. It was like 11 Palace. in the morning. Oh, my God. That's horrible, man. Yeah. You should go to Vegas. It's <laughs> a great place. <laughs> Do you think so? Yeah, I've I've, I've got a good story. I'll, sometimes some some of the things I'm going to say are mildly interesting. All oh, right, good. Um, it's a good blackjack story. So I was playing with I had about two hundred. Yeah, thousand. Two hundred thousand. <laughs> and I lost it all, apart from like twenty five. I was like, I'm going to go home. I've got just enough for like twenty five would get me a cab, and I yeah. probably have ten left over, which is accurate because that's what I had left over. Where were you saying, by the way? Um, the Cosmopolitan. Nice. It was a nice, actually. The, the the hotel is fancy, but it was dusty. They didn't do <laughs> it's it. It's like dirty and clean. Yeah, dirty and clean, yeah. Dirty and clean. It looks clean, and then you get there, and you're like, oh, shit. Anyway, so you have 25 Yes. So I get a taxi, and then on the way back, we pass um, another casino called, I think it's called Bally's. It's like a sister casino of Caesars, literally opposite Caesars. Yeah. I was like, actually, I'm going to go in there. Drop me off there. Don't drop me off the Cosmo. I go to Bally's, and my 25 becomes 800 in about 20 minutes. Fuck off. And I'm like, I'm feeling good. I'm, it's now like 1 a.m. I'm going to go home. Yeah. It's time to go home. Get in uh, another taxi to Cosmo, which if you've been to Vegas is absurd. They're, they're like 10 minutes apart walking. I, yeah. I should have just walked. Yeah. But then to get to my hotel room, you have to walk through a casino. Oh, my God. No. No, James. So I no. sat down at this table. Yeah. That was a, it was a, a higher rolling table than I should have sat <laughs> The... Minimum bets were, I think, 100. Yeah. And I've only got 800, so that's like eight bets. Eight bets, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I I was drunk. It was 1 a.m. I wasn't doing minimum bets. Yeah, yeah of course. I not. lost all of it in three hands. Oh, my God. <laughs> my God. But if you look at it, I only lost the starting 200, which is a very gambling. Why did you do it? Gambling or that? That last one. That's what I'm always curious about, isn't it? That it's because you, you you just want to because you want to, don't you? Just you? want to because you think why why if you know what uh, people I look at gambling sometimes and you do just think like why would you go for that last one? Why don't you just you know it's like um when you watch have you seen Uncut Gems? Yeah, and when he's like he's still bad and it all works out, you know, fine. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't really work. <laughs> he out. He dies. But yeah, <laughs> it doesn't really work out for him. You know what I mean? Like the betting wise, he crushes it. But you do. You are just when you're watching someone just on the high, and you're just like, get out now, get out now. You know, you can't do it. You can't. I reckon with professionals probably. If you're a professional poker player, you probably go in and you go, I'm gonna make 
200 today. And then when I make 200, even if it's like the first two hands, I'm leaving. That's that's how you you have to be very disciplined. Are you yawning internally? Yeah, I yawned internally <laughs> because I didn't want. I yawned because I'm tired because I like I didn't get a lot of sleep. Yes, yeah. and, <laughs> and I didn't want to be be a big obnoxious loud yawn. So then I do you not yawn internally? So you stifled it. I stifled it. Have you never stifled a yawn? Um, yeah, all the time. I didn't do it well today though because no. I think no. my eyes <laughs> fucking. I'll probably watch the video back and you see my eyes just going like yeah. that. Have you ever gambled? Um. I say gambles uh, every time I go on stage, baby. Uh, that's the right gamble. Um, uh, no, I've never. I've done played poker and stuff like that. Okay, but I've never really gambled. Yeah. Do you like? I've got scratch cards in my pocket right now. I'm really? Gonna, yeah. Have you scratched them yet? No. Can we scratch them now? Yeah, sure. <laughs> that sounded really planned. It does sound really planned, doesn't it? But I didn't know that. Let me see. I have two. Oh, can I scratch one? Yeah, go on then. If I win, though, do I get? Um, it depends how much you win. If you win a hundred grand, I will not be happy. But it's my scratch card. Oh. Are you ready for this? All right. It's going to be enough. Do you use a key or what do you use? You use whatever you want. Look at this. We're ready to scratch. Yeah. Mine as well. Yeah. Show it. All right. Okay. You ready? Let's go. Any of you guessed on this before? No, 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 no. Okay. I don't even know what I'm looking for here. So you want you want three that match in the big box, and then if you have anything, there's a multiplier next to it that would could potentially give you more. I'm assuming you understand how multiplication works. I have three of a kind in the in the box. Is that yeah. what you're looking for? Yeah. I think I have three of a kind in the box. What have you got? I've got two bounce. It's <laughs> better than nothing. What'd you get? Nothing. Nothing. That's about right. Is it? Is that three of a kind in the in the box? Yeah, you won two pounds. Oh, but I haven't got the multiplier yet. I haven't done the. Multiplier. You could have won more than two pounds. You're probably with times one. Times one. Yeah. What's yeah. the point of times one? Well, you know. How do I cash this? You go to anywhere that sells scratch cards and you give it to them and they give you two pounds. What if I won like a hundred thousand pounds? Do they have to give me a hundred thousand? Does that, does that poor dude... I've, I've actually no idea how that works. Does that poor dude... I think you have to call who, them. ...who runs the shop yeah. to be like, well, you've just bankrupted me. Yeah. How does it look, Philip? Because I've never seen one with, a, um, with an award. Yeah, there we go. Oh, winner, winner. I cannot see. It's just going to be in the middle, the middle one. The, that one. Winner, winner. Uh, two pound chicken dinner. Yeah. You could get one of your beloved Russell's cheese Russell's cheeseburgers yeah. with this. I had one Russell's cheeseburger once in my life. Well, once in my life that you've used, and you now think it's the only thing I eat. I, I just, I just know that you enjoy them. They're all right. Um, Do you know the Russell's cheeseburger, Sergi? The what? The Russell's cheeseburger. Those microwave cheeseburgers that they sell. No, you yeah. don't know those. I mean, if, if, if you're not eating them, I wouldn't go out of my way to eat them. It's not oh, a good thing to start. Microwave doing. cheeseburger. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, I'm Spanish. I just yeah. eat real food. Yeah, ah. real food. Who's that for? <laughs> this is this is uh, this is James uh, Butler, man. Do you pay tax? Not on, have to. Not on uh, gambling. Oh, I thought. Oh, I thought. I thought you were asking just in general. <laughs> oh, James, do you James, pay tax? tax. <laughs> it's just something about your gambling. The way you're dressed, even you look like a low-level criminal. <laughs> <laughs> does he? Does he not? It's this sort of Hawaiian shirt uh, thing to you. Yeah. Well, you can have the two. Do you want the two pounds? No, you can have it. Oh my god, this is great. I'm fucking. Uh, this will. This will pay back some of the studio fees. This is nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is gonna make a real dent. Oh, I wish it was like a 10 time multiplier for the two pounds. It's only 20. It's not, it's not life changing money. It's all right. Cost of living. <laughs> cost of living. You can't just say cost of living as a sentence. Oh, God. How are you enjoying this Harrogate water, by the way? This is our sponsor for today, uh, is Harrogate water. 
Um, Definitely illegal. Is it illegal to pretend you have a sponsor? Yeah, because you're representing the brand, and they might not want you to represent them. Oh, they'd want. I mean, us. you know, in your case, they definitely would not want <laughs> representation here. They they would want me. This uh, is a podcast about friendship, and friendship is never best enjoyed than through quenching <laughs> thirst. Don't you think? Um, I've never done a scratch card before. I hope you don't continue doing them. Why? I don't want to have created a gambling addiction. You pay, so you paid one. Well, this is the thing: is you paid two pounds. Yeah. For the cards. Yeah. Like if, if I if I'd won that, you would wouldn't, have I wouldn't broken take, even. I wouldn't take the two pounds. I'd just buy more scratch cards. So you would take the two pounds. Yeah. I've never you. I've never taken winnings from scratch cards and not put them on more scratch cards. I think unless I've ever won is you got to you got to invest in your, yeah. in your business. <laughs> I, won, I won twenty quid once. Hey everybody, thank you very much for listening to the podcast. Uh, if you enjoy the podcast, please leave us a review and uh, a like or a share, anything to help keep us uh, coming up the charts. Uh, we're not up them in any capacity, but if you do a little bit of helping to us, it could really, uh, really do something. If you also really enjoy the podcast, you can uh, support us on Patreon. And if you want to get involved, uh, submit your questions to our friend in need section. Uh, hope you enjoy the rest of the podcast. You have a Patreon? Yeah. <laughs> it's ambitious. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, between comedy sometimes it can get like depressing, you know. Yes. And you keep going, and 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 it's it, it sort of you feel a bit stagnant. And I sort of think this is only this is only inspirational if it works out. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if if this fails, it's not funny actually. I don't think anyone's comedy story is inspirational. Yeah, there you, are. You're not people. like come up from nothing. Well, me. Yeah. Well, no. If you come up from nothing, it might be. Yeah. But I can't think of anyone. That... Well, I think it could be inspirational in that you keep going despite all the evidence. To suggest you should stop. Do you think it's still inspirational if you never make it and you die? Because people, I, I think about that a lot. People recently. very romantically look at like unsuccessful poets, yeah, and go, "That's." I mean, all poets are unsuccessful. That's <laughs> 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 It's not. Like, there's no money there. <laughs> but people look at that very romantically. Um, do you think that would work for comedy? Maybe. Because the, the difference would be. That if you're an unsuccessful poet, you might actually be like brilliant, but there aren't that many unsuccessful comedians who are brilliant. Maybe there are. Yeah. I, well, it depends how you view the the brilliance. Sometimes it's only viewed afterwards. Because you know, there's like there's people like Steve Martin who um, they gigged for a long, long time, and no one liked it, and then all of a sudden something changed in society or his act or something like that, and all of a sudden they were into it. But you probably also well, got better. You probably also got better, to be fair. But what is what if that switch never happened? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Would he still be brilliant? Probably not. Probably just probably would have quit. That's the benefit, at least I think about you know doing comedy in the modern age is that I can can do clips online and stuff like that. So at least I'll never die in that sense. Yeah, but because imagine if you'll get lost though. Like every, everything that everyone's doing. That's the worst that you could tell him now. <laughs> in like a, in like 150 years. Yeah. Nobody's gonna care. Yeah. 150 years from now, back, going backwards is what. 18 Let's see how quick you are 72 yeah um no one cares about anyone from 72 apart from like a few like three or four authors yeah and a couple of poets a couple of poets the chances that you're going to be the, the three or four comedians that people care about in 150 yeah. years time tiny tiny but you know what i'm going to be like you with gambling i'm going to keep trying <laughs> yeah, keep going keep going no you should do so i'm not trying to dissuade you from yeah of course from your dream when i was younger I wanted to be a playwright, yeah. um, and in in a similar vein, 
doesn't matter how big just if i could yeah. do it financially and that was what i did that would be great um but now i think that wouldn't work for me even if it was an option because you'd have to actually work because I'd, <laughs> I'd be scared of uh <laughs> <laughs> you'd actually put some effort uh, in. firstly i'll put some effort in but i'd be scared of not having savings and wanting to retire yeah that's what i'd be scared of yeah that's, uh, that's the playwrights you know or a lot of artistic stuff has kind of ups and downs yeah and you always have to use your money sometimes yeah, you know, I used to, I think it's sort of, um, I sort of balance between calmness mm. in it all and then incredible instability. Yeah. Um, and I mean, who gives? The beauty of life is that even if it gets really, really bad, yeah. you could just kill yourself <laughs> and then you're done. Yeah, yeah. There's always, it's always an option. I think that's the Louis bit, isn't it? That's always such is an it? option. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's a, a philosopher called, I'm going to butcher his name, Emil Koran, I think. I think that's how you say it. Yeah. And he's got a, a quote which is something like there's no point in killing yourself but it's always too late the idea being that yeah yeah at the point when it was bad for you, you, should, well, you should we, we, we were talking bit. about this recently in the terms of gambling in that um people should treat uh we should treat people the way they want to live their lives the way we talk to gamblers is like if you're on a big high and it's all going well get out yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> now's your time to yeah, pull out yeah, yeah um we now uh we're gonna move on to our friend in need section cool what was that so <laughs> Well, uh, long listening, long uh, long time listener of the podcast will know. Uh, friend in need is where you can get involved with the podcast. So the podcast is vaguely about friendship. I bring on friends, and sometimes you need a friend. You know, isn't that right, Sergi? Mm -hmm. Isn't that right, James? Yes. Sometimes you need a friend. You need a bit of life advice, and you don't know how to deal with it. So you come to Old Papa Bear Philip, yeah. and he'll sort you out. Like a switch, like a radio switch that you just put on. I know, right? That it's is almost sociopathic. <laughs> 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 Exactly. So uh, this week's listener coming in right in hot is uh, Peter, my friend, who has a question that hopefully James can give some life advice on. <laughs> I'm not who you want for life advice, but... Okay. All right. <clears throat> so Peter asks, got a friend who goes on nights out on week weekdays with his work, has ended up in trouble a few times in the past months, losing phone and wallet multiple times, being driven home by the police on one occasion. He says he's all fine. I'm worried about him. How should I approach? Um, Over to you, James. That's a downward spiral. That's. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think when you start going out frequently on weeknights, yeah. that's when you've got a problem. Yeah. The police is the real <laughs> is the real problem yeah. there, though. Like if you go out and you get home, maybe you've lost your phone. All right, it's not great, but the police. Yeah. That's That's a bit I want more context on. But um, you obviously don't have it. So. <laughs> Let's make it up. Yeah, let's make it up. I think he works for the police. <laughs> <laughs> and his buddies were just giving him a lift home. In fact, there's well, that's no, fine. you that's, shouldn't be worried about nice. this guy at all. It's a nice story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know how to handle people like that. That's Really? Because it sounds like it could get quite dangerous and quite serious. Yeah. That's like a one-way ticket to jail time. <laughs> one-way ticket to jail time. That's what the police say when they arrest you. You have the right to remain yeah. silent. You're going on a one-way <laughs> ticket to jail time. <laughs> You've got a ticket to, get to jail time. Um, intervention? People still do those? Ugh. I think if someone threw me an intervention, I'd be very upset. Do you think... I'd walk out of an intervention. I, oh, I, <laughs> no. Just just no. <laughs> you know, sometimes you don't, uh, you, don't, you don't act soon enough, right, in situations with friends, mm -hmm. and they kind of spiral downwards. Um, and often you, it's like the awkwardness of having to broach the subject. Yeah. Are you... Are you totally not for that awkwardness? Yeah, I hate that. So would you rather almost a friend just really commit to the downward spiral <laughs> yeah. than have to deal with the awkwardness of talking to yeah. them? 
Yeah. I think it'd be fun to have a friend in jail. Yeah. Get to visit jail. Where oh. are you going today? <laughs> jail. jail. I visit my friend. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be fully up for that. If I had a friend who did something like horrific, like murdered people, yeah. I'd still go visit them. Really? Yeah. Why? That'd be great fun. What do you think? What do you think would be fun about it? Uh, like if you were a serial killer, let's say, yeah. let's say you killed like thirty people, it's a yeah. lot. Actually, that's quite, you're quite good. Well done. <laughs> well done. <laughs> but if you were Thanks. a serial killer, I'd definitely go visit you. Yeah. That'd be so exciting. I think I'd visit you. If I was a serial killer? No. Oh. What, what, what's, the, what's the thing that I would just visit you in general? Yeah. Oh. No, I visit. I visit you if you're in prison. I think. Is there like a thing that what that I've done now you just won't visit me? That's just too much. Oh. I mean, I'll probably if you did like murder and you were like really happy about it. You I don't, I, I don't think me? I could visit you. I think it'd be weird. Really? Be fucked. What about? Maybe, maybe I'd visit you once to like just fulfill that duty or whatever. And then would you stop sneezing? I'm joking. I'm joking. What if I became like a? Sergi let out just a little sneeze there. No, it's not little. It's just like I'm turning my mic off. Oh, no, I know you are. I can only, only these mics can barely pick it up. But I wanted to be a full diva. What the fuck is this? If I became like politically radicalized. Yeah. Like a neo One way or the other. And I became... Radical left, radical right. Yeah, I started murdering political people. Would you visit me then? If you were murdering political people, I think I might be more on board. Okay, what if... Okay, that sounds... So let's, let's say, for folks. example, yesterday okay, I wait. murdered the, ja right. the Japanese prime <laughs> Former prime minister. <laughs> I don't know enough about uh, the political side of Japan to yeah. use this next point. But two different versions. Version one, I become like a, a radical left, yeah. and I murder Boris Johnson. Would you visit me? Yeah. Okay. R option two, I become like a radical right, and I murder. I don't know what the radical right. I just I just shoot up a religious place. No. You wouldn't. No. Because so I, if you agree with the act, if I agree with the act, I'm down. Because you don't like Boris Johnson, let's say. Yeah, I don't know if you, I, could, I, you I, like I, Boris Johnson. Well, it's actually good you brought this up. I'm, I'm really upset with the events so far this week. No, no, no. I think I think he's a fucking scumbag. Yeah, but he's funny though. That's but the thing. He's not as funny as Trump. He's not as funny Trump as Trump. Was funny guy. But so Joe Biden's also funny, but not intentionally. Oh, so yeah, Trump yeah. was like very funny, and he intended to be. Yes. Whereas Biden was not. But or is not. He's not. <laughs> he, <laughs> he might as well be. He might be dead. He might be dead at the point of this recording. Um, no, jo uh, what's his name? Fucking Johnson is funny. He's interesting. You know what I loved about the speech? Res resignation speech. I haven't watched it. If you watch it, he's smart. You can hear him. Have you listened to it, Sergi? You can hear he's smiling the whole time mm -hmm. through it. You can literally hear laughter in his voice. And the reason is, is because all of his, like, everyone's left his cabinet, right? And the only people left to him are right next to him. They're all his, like, loyal friends. And so we talk about friendship. But you know what? If everything's going wrong in your life and you're around your friends, you just start laughing. Because you're like, oh, this is fucked, man. I'm so screwed. And it's brilliant. They're, they're, and they applaud him at the end because they're like, fucking whatever, bro. I mean, if you're him, it's all, all you ever wanted to do, prime minister. And he did it. But he's also kind of failed at it, which is quite funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's not, he's not like got an ideology that he's trying to yeah, he's not, give to the country. He's, he's sort of he's sort of weird. He's like, he's like a populist, yeah. right? Like if you became a big comedian, yeah. you got everything you ever wanted, you became successful. Way successful. And then, after, nice. and then after three years, you failed. You crashed and burned. Yeah. That would be hilarious. Yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? <laughs> you did not seem to think that would be, yeah, but uh, I would find that I think it, it would be funny objectively. That's the thing yeah. is... is um, he'll be fine. He's going to make millions doing loads of stuff. Yeah, of course. Um... That's the thing about friendship is is that it uh it does ob it can objectify your situation yeah um you know and it just make becomes funny. Can you vote here? Uh, uh, like for the UK. Yeah. Uh, n I can't vote in a general election. I can vote for local stuff. Interesting. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I do. I find that failure. Well, I say this is like a rock bottom's nice with company. Yeah. Would you be friends with me if I became someone like Boris Johnson? I think it'd be tough. Like if I became a political leader and I had parties during lockdown. Yeah, I think that'd be tough. That would be. I think I'd be friends with you if you did that. I've got low bars. Though. Yeah, I know this about you. You, you fucking. I'm friends with people that I shouldn't be friends with. <laughs> <laughs> I have very low bar. Yeah, that's fine though. So I think, do you? Is that because you value loyalty over character, or because um, you just don't? If you, is it just more apathy? It's probably more apathy. I mean, if I like the person, I like the person. Yeah. I think that you'd have to do some awful stuff for me to. How awful are we talking here? Genocide. Genocide would be bad. A genocide? <laughs> Genocides like, would be bad, guys. You call me up one day. Philip, uh, Jesus, you're not going to believe what happened. Uh, awkward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so. I like the idea of committing overnight genocide. Like, like you wake up in the morning. Yeah. Oh, fuck. What did I do? Oh, man. Well, it, it stays in Vegas, baby. Um... That was awful. That was really, <laughs> that was really bad. Uh, so, ge- what is the committing what, genocide on the, the residents of Vegas might be a good thing. Oh my god, no, because that's that's a, that's happened on the residents of Vegas. Yeah, do you remember that shooter a few years ago? That's not genocide. Well, what, what you can't genocide it. That's not what genocide is. What is genocide? How would you commit? That genocide? was just mass murder. Okay, fine. Genocide. Oh, semantics. Yeah. You're no, no, getting no, me on so, semantics. It's an important distinction. Yeah, it is. So, would you be friends with that guy who did it? No, <laughs> I would visit him in jail though. Oh, you would visit him in jail. So I think you're more interested in the character rather than the, the friend. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Although if you're visiting someone in jail, if you're having cordial conversations, yeah, you're basically friends. Yeah, I think so. But if you're not friends, you're just getting into the semantics of what the word friends would mean. What is a friend to you then? Um, I don't think it's something you can describe. I think it's just you just know someone is your friend. Mm. Um, and I think, or, and at least you hope that they feel the same way yes. back. Do you? Uh, I feel like for you, uh, it's just me spitballing. I feel like for you, a friend is like there's a very strong distinction between acquaintance or somebody mm-hmm. you know and friend. Like if you say someone's mm-hmm. your friend, then you then that you are you the true meaning of friend, not this like oh I'm friends with them, you know. Yeah. But for you, a friend is someone you could call randomly. Yeah. Although I I um, don't I'm not really a a talking to someone not in person kind of guy. Yeah, you're you're old school. Yeah. You're old fashioned. I don't like texting. I, I, I prefer a phone call and do anything. Yeah. But I used to have a flip phone like mm-hmm. a year ago. Yeah. And uh, you have to you know, we know we have to text people and you'd have to yeah, yeah. press the same button like four three times, times for, yeah. three times for a letter. So people would text me and then I'd just call them and people got really annoyed at me because you just answer my text. Yeah. It just takes too long. Yeah. Well, you should just do WhatsApp because then you could do WhatsApp on the web. But, you, put, you have to have a phone that has WhatsApp to do that. I mean, I have a normal phone now. Yeah. I have an iPhone. Yeah. Um, um, should we actually give this guy advice now on his uh, yes. friend problem? How would you deal with a friend who's going on a downward spiral? Um, I think listening is always a good... Asking yeah. open questions and listening to what they have to say and offering advice that you think is appropriate. Yeah. Because you don't want to give too much advice because then it can feel like, well, I'm not going to listen to you. You're trying to control yeah. my life. Yeah. Get a new job is what I would say. What? Get a new job. If, if the work is making you go out all the time because you feel like pressured to go out. Oh, I don't know if that was part of the question. No, but no, but they said that they're going out with work all the time. And no, they're going out on work nights. 
Yeah, on the weeknights. That's on the weekdays with his work. Oh, week. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, well I would, picked up. I would get. I would say get a new job. Yeah. Do you think uh, it's an environment? Because it, it, it depends on what you do. I've got a couple of friends who work in PR. Yeah. Um, and I think it's expected. They they go out all the time on week yeah. weeknights. I think it's expected. Um, it's just kind of the culture. Yeah. So if you want to work in PR or something like that, then I don't know. You're not going to watch in the way of yeah. maneuverability. You kind of have to do that. Yeah. Otherwise, if you if you don't really care for the job, yeah. and you don't see a career in it, get a new job. Yeah, I think the the best thing to do if someone's if you feel someone's going down the wrong path is just to uh, is just to say I'm yeah. I'm worried about you, and it's not because they also might be happy. They might like yeah might getting taken another place. Could be a funny story. Is a funny story. Yeah, so maybe they, they maybe they enjoy it. It's a tough balance, isn't it? So, do you have any advice on? Um... Just let them know that you're there. That's it. So mature. So, so. He's like, what? hey, I'm here. Because sometimes you don't know how to help people. It's just like, listen when they need help. Yeah. And just like, be like, hey, I'm here. Yeah. So if you need anything. Like a wise sage. You are good. You are a wise Spanish sage. Uh, I think doing therapy, like most of my life, helped for these things. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Therapy, I've heard yeah. about this. I've, ne I've never done therapy. Have you? I think it's the best thing I've ever Is done. It? Yeah. It just helps you a lot. Yeah. I did, uh, I did free uh, therapy on the NHS. Ah, no. Oh, you know what it was? It was six weeks, half an hour each. Phone calls. Phone calls. Oh, and it was, uh, she said at the start, she said, what are you hoping to get out of therapy? I said, well, I'm hoping just to talk through my issues and everything. And she went, yeah, so this is CBT therapy training. We're going to just teach you how to respond to the world. And so for six weeks, half an hour, she just told me how to like respond to the world and stuff. It wasn't bad, but it was like a life coach. It wasn't really like a, a therapist and stuff like that. Mm, I think therapy like dentists, better private. Um, like, That's a bumper sticker. Yeah, <laughs> no, like it's true. Is uh, like the therapy I've, I've done because I've done both. It's an awful bumper sticker bumper <laughs> at the back of a car. So you fucking drive behind somebody. Imagine if you're driving behind somebody and on the back of their car it's a dentist or like, therapists are like dentists, better private. Yeah, no, have you ever done like a, um, to one to the NHS dentist? Yeah. yeah, that's what I use. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay, maybe this is the one, the Spanish one. I was comparing to the, like the Spanish one. No, okay. okay. I mean, my teeth are a bit jaggedy, so maybe okay. there's something to it. Okay, because I've done NHS um, therapy and private therapy in the different. How much? Do, this is my big issue with therapy: is it costs, doesn't it? Um, How much do you pay per week or per uh, session? Per session, I'm lucky because my therapist is like um, sleeping with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, she has a say. She's like, I don't want the money to be a barrier for young people to not do therapy. So she charges me thirty five euros per, per session. Per that's session. not bad. So it's like, and I do it like three a month, and nice. so it's like that's not a bad. Do you ever record them? Think about releasing the podcast. Uh, <laughs> no, I think she would be mad. But also, they will be in Spanish. It's like in Spanish and Catalan, so no one would. Oh, so it's over, over the... Yeah, I do it in like FaceTime in Spain. FaceTime. Yeah. Mm. But uh, in one day, I was asking her, because I had a friend that I didn't know how to help. And I was like, what I ha what do I have to do? And she was like, just listen. It's like, yeah, but she's, he's telling me over and over the same thing. And she was like, yeah, she needs to listen himself. So just listen and just be there. And I was like, okay. So that's the advice I would give because of my therapy. Mm. Well, my uh, my repressed emotions and uh, I reckon you've got repressed emotions. Do you think so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I definitely do. Yeah. I think I might, but I, I like them repressed. I'll keep them. Keep yeah. them I like my <laughs> like my emotions. How I like my win. No. That's a bumper sticker. I like my emotions. Like I like my society repressed. Awful. 
That's not making the edit. Um, <laughs> I like how you change it from women, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> two minutes. Well, we've got two minutes. Um, uh, yeah, this has been interesting. I've quite enjoyed it. I've quite enjoyed it as well. I think it'll. Uh, I think. I think. I think there's, it's a I, I, no, there's, there's a nervousness I, that I get every time I feel like I've made a joke. Yeah. I've ended up nervously laughing at my own joke. Yeah, I've also ridic- seen you nervously laughing at something. It might look jokes. ridiculous. Every t- I'm just only laughing at what things I'm saying. I was just about to say. I think this will edit well. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I think like I think I can cut this down to a clean half hour. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to seeing it. Actually, yeah. no, I'm not going to watch it. I hate watching myself. You can listen to it. Yeah, that's the same thing. It's not the same thing, but it, it's very it, it it tickles the same nerve. Yeah, mm. I'll send it to people. Will you? Yes. Cool. Well, that's good. Hopefully, we get a listener or two out of that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's optimistic. <laughs> a successful Philip. <laughs> uh, man. All right. So, um, do you have anything you want to plug? I doubt uh, you do. Nothing I want to plug. Um, but I spent a long time yesterday. Yeah. Thinking about the chronology of my friends, yeah. And you asked me like one question. Oh, <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Did anything, a quick, quick recap. Um, so, uh, thank you very much for listening. <laughs> <laughs> that was Philip and Friends, a podcast hosted by Philip Kostelecki. Our guest today was James Butler. Philip and Friends was produced by Sergi Polo, courtesy of Vauxhall Podcast Studios. Theme song and outro music was written by Fred and produced by Georgia Johnson. Get involved with the podcast by subscribing and supporting us on Patreon.